Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Clark, Research Analyst for Money and Markets here with your Bull and the Bear podcast. And I do want to make sure you're checking out our website, moneyandmarkets.com. Every day, we provide you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information from Chief Investment Strategist Adam O'Dell, Green Zone Fortunes Coder Charles Sizemore, myself, and the rest of our team. We all make sure we work pretty hard to provide you with the best information possible out there to bolster your portfolio. When you're on, when you're on the website, uh, make sure you sign up for our free daily e-letter. Uh, you'll get that same smart, uh, safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information in your inbox each and every day for free. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com, uh, search Money and Markets. We have a green bull and bear logo. Find that. Make sure you uh, mash that subscribe button and you'll be able to check out all the new features with Adam, Charles, and myself each and every week. Now, on with today's podcast, you know, I'm a big fan of Twitter. I really like Twitter in terms of its 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 social media presence. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not really a big Facebook fan. Uh, don't really get into the other, you know, social media. So Twitter's kind of my thing uh, because I like reading information that's short and to the point and a link that I can follow uh, whether I want to. Uh, and if I don't, then I don't have to worry about it and I can just breeze on by. Now, investing, Twitter has kind of had a, a very small impact on the market. And that was until Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to get political, but in the infancy of his presidency, you know, Trump did make sharp comments over Twitter about certain companies. And it would almost immediately drive the share price of those companies down if the comments were negative. Now, with Trump out of office and banned from the platform, there's actually a new face now driving the market with as little as just one word on Twitter. Tesla Incorporated CEO Elon Musk has always been a company leader that people pay attention to, whether you like him or not. Uh, you pay attention to what he has to say, uh, especially about Tesla, because it is kind of a new fad type company. It's been around for a while, but it's still a fad thing. EVs are still uh, very new. Um, you know, he, and he would make a lot of robust claims on Twitter surrounding the EV company, uh, and people would pay attention to that. But now, Musk is impacting a whole new market, and that market is cryptocurrency. Uh, the first came when Tesla uh, pulled in a, about a $101 million profit in the first quarter of this year from selling off 10% of its Bitcoin holdings that it bought last year. And that was more of that $101 million profit. That was more than a quarter of Tesla's total net income for the quarter. So it kind of made big news that, you know, they sold off cryptocurrency and that was a quarter of, their, of Tesla's overall profits. Now, he also tweeted out support for the famous meme uh, crypto Dogecoin or Dogcoin or whatever, however you want to pronounce it, um, which pushed the price of the coin from around five cents to nearly 70 cents in pretty short order. And that support has now kind of waned a bit and crypto investors are starting to pay the price. Um, uh, not mentioning his Saturday Night Live appearance where he, he, he said some things that investors didn't take very well about Dogecoin. Last week, Musk said that Tesla was not going to be accepting Bitcoin as payment for his automobiles. And that reversed a policy that the company set two months earlier. Now, when Musk and Tesla announced they would accept Bitcoin as payment, I really thought this was an opportunity uh, that, for cryptocurrency to start being more widely accepted. Now, as I've said before, um, you know, I'm not a crypto bull. Uh, I'm not really a bear either, but I'm still of the belief that until cryptocurrency becomes more widely accepted as a form of payment, uh, it's going to be very difficult to erase volatility from, from crypto. 
So here I thought this was a nice turnaround. Um, now, there were already some companies that were accepting Bitcoin, like Overstock.com, PayPal, uh, online electronic seller Newegg, uh, shopping site Rakuten, uh, and, and among others that were, were set up to take you know, cryptocurrency and especially Bitcoin as payment. But now the reversal by Tesla has kind of put a damper on my thoughts that this is going to be kind of a breakthrough. Musk followed up that announcement on Sunday by replying to a tweet that suggested Tesla would possibly sell off its remaining Bitcoin holdings. And the reply was just one word. And that one word was indeed. Uh, the, twi the tweet was from, it came from at Crypto Whale. It said, Bitcoiners are going to slap themselves next quarter when they find out Tesla dumped the rest of their Bitcoin holdings. With the amount of hate at Elon Musk is getting, I wouldn't blame him. His reply, indeed. It sent crypto prices into a tailspin almost instantaneously. And as of Wednesday morning, when I'm recording this, I'm actually recording this Wednesday afternoon, the price of Bitcoin dropped below $40,000. It's a 40% drop from its high of more than $63 reached back in April. Similarly, Dogecoin, Ethereum, and Polkadot, as well as Litecoin and just about every other cryptocurrency, has dropped at least 30%, and in some cases, even more than that. Now, later on, Musk did clarify that Tesla would not be selling its stake in Bitcoin, but did say that, quote, we believe it, is a, it has a promising future, meaning crypto, but it, this cannot come at a great cost to the environment. Not really sure what all that means, um, but the question now for investors, and especially those who've been kind of on the sidelines, is does this mean cryptocurrency isn't really worth investing in? And it's kind of a difficult question to answer. Like I said, I've always been of the belief that cryptocurrency won't reach a level of stability until they're more widely accepted as forms of payment. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying that they're volatile, and they're volatile because it's kind of the wild, wild west when it comes to cryptocurrency. And because they're not as widely accepted as uh, the dollar or, or maybe your, your local currency if you're international, uh, then you know, it's going to continue to face that massive volatility. And just, uh, you know... Market sentiment seems to agree with that because the push-up in crypto prices were spurred by the thought that more and more businesses were going to accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other digital coins as payment for goods and services like Tesla. Well, just as Musk and Tesla, Tesla reversed the policy on accepting Bitcoin for cars, the People's Bank of China actually issued a statement on Tuesday evening, which would have been you know, early, early here, um, that digital tokens cannot be used as a form of payment. This comes from the bank that serves one of the biggest economies in the world. They said financial and payment institutions in China are not allowed to price their goods and services with virtual currency. So basically, it is cutting off the Chinese market to virtual currencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything. And it's not necessarily a surprising move because the People's Bank of China is making moves towards issuing its own digital currency, the digital yuan. So it's not necessarily one of shock and awe, but it does kind of add some, finale, some finality rather uh, to, to closing off China. Uh, and when you close one of the largest economies on the planet to accepting cryptocurrency, it is going to have an impact. There is no question. Crypto-related stocks have also been hit hard by the latest round of bad news. If you look at uh, uh, cryptocurrency platform Coinbase Global, trades on the NASDAQ under COIN, C-O-I-N, it is now at around uh, a little below $215 per share. That's a 37% drop from its post-IPO high of $342 set just last month. So, you know, everything is kind of taking a hit and you can point the finger at Elon Musk and that's easy because he tweets and you kind of leave yourself open to it. But there are other factors involved as well. And I think this People's Bank of China announcement is going to kind of drag, maybe possibly drag out this cryptocurrency fall uh, a little bit longer than people thought. 
And again, it's no secret, I'm not really bullish on crypto, but I'm not really bearish on it either. Um, and But the latest kind of news really kind of pushes that not being bearish, uh, not being bullish thought. Uh, the crypto market was already volatile, and the fact that one word tweet can push values down as significantly as it did uh, after Sunday speaks volumes to that volatility. It's kind of concerning, really, that if one, a one-word tweet re or a reply uh, can spark that kind of volatility, that's a bit concerning. So the one thing this drop does do is push back on the thought that cryptocurrency can be used as a hedge against rising inflation. We all know inflation is on the way up. Whether it surpasses the 2% Fed target market, mar uh, mark or not, uh, or how, by how much, we really don't know yet. But inflation, the price of goods against the dollar are going higher. Um, and, and, and this recent sell-off and this pushback uh, suggests that crypto may not necessarily be the best hedge against that rising inflation. It does lend itself to positioning gold, however, for a potential run-up as investors are shifting out of crypto and into precious metals uh, as more of a hedge for inflation. So my advice here is really kind of sit on the sidelines when it comes to crypto. If you're already in it, fine. You do your thing, that's fine. If you're on the sidelines and debating, do I invest in Dogecoin? Do I invest in Bitcoin? What do I do? I would say probably sit on the sidelines for the time being. Unless you have absolute FOMO or fear of missing out, uh, then in that case, I would invest very, very little. And I mean little. Don't, don't leverage the farm here or your house on buying into cryptocurrency. That, is, that would be a move I would strongly uh, recommend against doing. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a buyer beware. Uh, if you will, when it comes to crypto, I, I would steer clear uh, and just kind of wait it out for now. Uh, I think eventually crypto crypto is going to have a place here. There's no question. There's a future for cryptocurrency, uh, whether it's Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, whatever it happens to be, uh, Ether, wh whatever. It doesn't make a difference. There's going to be a place for digital currency. What that is yet, however, remains to be uh, it remains to be known. We don't know. It's not really regulated. Uh, there's a lot of volatility. There's just a lot of red flags. And until I start seeing more acceptance uh, into the broader market in terms of using crypto as a form of payment, I'm going to kind of sit this one out. Uh, I may lose a little bit, and that's, that's okay. That's a decision I'm, I'm willing to make. So uh, sit on the sidelines and kind of just be patient and see uh, where, where, where things kind of take us. Um, so that's kind of my view on crypto and, and, and Elon Musk and the latest downturn. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel. Head over to YouTube.com, search Money and Markets, find that green bull and bear logo, uh, and make sure you subscribe. Get notified each and every time we post a new video. We've got a new video series out, Ask Adam Anything. I get to sit down and ask Adam O'Dell, our chief investment strategist, any question you pose to me. Uh, you can pose that through YouTube, or you can email us at feedback at moneymarkets.com uh, and let me know uh, a question you'd like me to ask Adam. It could be investment. It could be on a particular stock, a particular sector. Uh, it could be about his surroundings in his office. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I'll ask it, and he will answer it. So, uh, and, and also, don't forget, Charles Sizemore, Greens on Fortune's co-editor, has a new video series called Investing with Charles. He gives you his take on different stocks, whether they're good investments for you, and all that is on our YouTube channel, so you don't want to miss that. Also, leave us a review and comment on YouTube or on your favorite podcast syndicator. I love feedback. I love to read it. Uh, if you have a question, maybe you've got a particular stock or sector you'd like us to take a look at, you can email us at the bull and the bear. That's all spelled out, the bull and the bear, all spelled out at moneymarkets.com. Love to do that as well. Head over to moneymarkets.com, sign up for our free daily e-letter. In it, we give you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio. Coming up on Friday, I'm going to sit down with Charles Sizemore, and we are going to talk about a big newsmaker that happened uh, this week and give you our thoughts on that so you do not want to miss out on that. Until then, this is Money Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and Bear Podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 